Welcome to Punk Frockers, a community sewing podcast brought to you by Jenny Hassler and Beverly Baptiste. Good morning, Jenny. How are you? I am so good, but it is, in fact, afternoon, and I feel like I've had the longest day ever. And yet it hasn't been that long. It's like been so filled with activity for me. I went to the farmer's market, which took an hour and a half. Normally that's a 20 minute run for me. Hmm. And I dropped by the grocery store to get more ice because I have some ice dyes going right now. And then we dropped by our daughter's house. She's moving and we needed to give her her congratulations on a new house gift. Hmm. And then I came home and Top Stitch Atlanta is doing a weekend course this weekend. It'll be too late by the time you hear it. But we had already told people about this one. It's the So Happy Color Weekend. Awesome. And I took the painting on fabric class this morning, and it was super fun. And there will be pictures in the show notes. It was really interesting. So, yeah. How about you? How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. I've had the weather here is absolutely gorgeous. It's, um, that kind of thing where if it was like this all the time, we couldn't afford to live here. It's just yeah. beautiful. <laughs> that's, that's so true. We went out to lunch today and sat on the patio and we picked the restaurant based on the ability to sit outside in the breeze because it's so lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't we, first of all, talk about our sponsors for this month. Man, I am so glad that we get sponsors each month because it's so exciting to be able to share as prizes these amazing items. Fiber and Cloth, which specializes in particularly zero and low waste garments, is giving away their Iris Zero Waste shirt. This is a shirt we've talked about before. It's sort of, it's boxy, but because it's often made out of lightweight fabrics, it doesn't look boxy. And it's got a necktie and sleeves that gather. And it's just, it's a really nice looking shirt. It reminds me of in the best way possible, the shirts my mom would wear to work in the 80s, late 70s and early 80s, particularly, which is, of course, a really returning fashion time anyway. So it's really cute. I'm I'm so glad. Depending on on what you make it out of would, you know, dictate how the, the style looked in that. Yeah, it's super cute, though. Um, And in addition for patterns, we also have from Jennifer Lauren Handmade a free PDF and a possible correction to the pronunciation of a pattern I've been making from her recently. (laughs) I call it Isla, and I have been told that it may be pronounced Isla. That's that's fair. Because that's that's a way that name can be pronounced. So I don't really know which one it is. Like Island. Um, Yeah, but that particular garment... Um, isn't mandatory. You can pick any of the PDF patterns. That's mm-hmm. just one I've fallen in love with recently. All and right. what's our what's our final gift? Our final gift is a gift card, a gift certificate from Warp and Weft Textiles. And I interviewed Michelle from Warp and Weft last month, and they are a great company. And one of the things that I love about them is they have gone 100% plastic free, and I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that really is very awesome. So that's that's our exciting sponsors for this month, and we're so pleased to have them along with us. That's right. Do you want to talk about what you've been making? Absolutely. So I've really been doing more fabric prep than I have actual sewing. Um, I've been doing a lot of... I last 
friend reached out and said, what are you doing tonight? It was a Friday night. And I said, I don't know, dinner with you. And they said, actually, I thought tie dye. So, <laughs> so they brought tacos over and we tie dyed and drank sangria and um, limeade. And that was our evening was, was dipping, not dipping, setting up ice dyes and tying things and chatting about creativity and good bosses and bad bosses. So it was, it was super fun. And I've started up some more ice dyes this morning, um, specifically for Pride Month, actually. I was looking through my fabrics and realized I didn't have anything that I could make a bi pride dress out of, which is really kind of that navy purple and pink. And you'd think I'd have lots of those colors around, but I don't. So mm. I went ahead and dyed myself two different types of fabric using those colors, and I'm just waiting to see if they came out. Um, in addition to that, of course, I took the class that I talked about just a moment ago, where we painted on fabric using, in my case, the absolute wrong set of supplies, because I, I interpreted the supplies list through the eyes of a five-year-old's kindergarten art class, and I was supposed to interpret it as if I were an adult and was going to be bringing appropriate supplies to this class. So my results are a little bit different, but I had a really good time with it. And I've identified some things I may want to try again in the future, which was really neat to learn. What really helped me was someone holding my hand, because in the end, painting on fabric is something anybody can do if you've got fabric paints and a way of putting the paint on the fabric. That's really yeah. all it takes, right? Yeah. But having someone in a group setting where you sit there and folks are like, this is what I just tried. And you're like, oh, that's a great idea. And like that was really, really helpful to me. And then finally, I did actually make something and it qualified for PF Scrappy, which fortunately, and you're going to be shocked to hear this. I have a co-host who reminded me that maybe I could tag something that way. Mm -hmm. So I did. I made a dragon fruit dress out of a black and white Ankara fabric. And I used what I'm now calling Katie Cortman sleeves, <laughs> the big ruffled sleeves that I do by folding fabric in half and ruffling along the arm side. But I doubled it up and I added scraps of black and white polka dot fabric to go over the black and white sort of block print looking fabric that I had that was Ankara. And it was really striking. I got quite a few compliments at the farmer's market this morning. Um, and everybody always focuses on the sleeves because it looks like you could hide all manner of things in there. <laughs> so it's pretty fun. That's what awesome. have you been up to? Well, um, I first want to mention some of the independent fabric stores that I've recently purchased from. Um, I purchased some, I, I was intending the per, the reason I did this, I went to hearts fabric because I knew they had this specific color of the merchant and mills ribbing that I used on my fielder dress. And I have decided that I want that to be short sleeve and I don't have any more of the ribbing. So I wanted to buy some more, you know, it had to be the exact stuff. So I yeah. found that, but at the same time, I found that they have a huge supply of viscose linen oil. So I bought some Navy linen viscose oil and I love it. And I recommend it. Um, that's hearts fabric and they had reasonable shipping. And so that's a good choice. I also purchased some Merchant and Mills linen from fancy tiger crafts. Now I went there to try to tag the, uh, to, to link the exact fabric that I bought, which was in a blue and purple color, um, gingham, yeah. but they don't have that one, but there are, there, there are other ones. There's other colors there. And mine is, I believe going to become a Chris Woodsow's daydream dress. Uh -huh. 
Yes. Um, after I make one in a less expensive fabric, just so that I can be sure. Of <laughs> totally understood. I had wondered when you were going to make that because yeah. it feels like a dress that's right up your alley, except for the gargantuan bows on the sleeves, which I won't put on. Yeah. It felt like you might skip that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be too worried about them landing in the toilet. <laughs> Um, okay. And also like in my reactions at work. So, um, I'm also working on, uh, a super secret project, but it will be revealed by the time this goes to air so I can talk about it. And I believe the (laughs) recipient is taking a nap. So, um, (laughs) I am making a, um, a shirt for Jim. And it is, I've got this beautiful fabric. Actually, Jim picked this fabric out at, um, at mood and it's a beautiful, it's got, it's a cotton voile. It has a black base, but it has giraffes and peacocks and snakes and Grecian ladies and flowers on it. You know, very subtle fabric. It is. It's a very subtle fabric. It's almost like one I ordered three days ago from mood. Did you order the same one? I ordered this fabric. (laughs) It was hilarious. I saw the picture and I'm like, Oh no. (laughs) Well, Jim picked that out and I ordered enough to make myself something too. Um, but I'm making him like a, uh, a nice, like summer shirt for me because it's nice and lightweight. Um, and it has a camp style collar and it has pockets on both sides with, um, those pocket lids. What are they called? I don't know. Flaps. I, I guess pocket flaps. I mean, I just think of them as pocket flaps, but maybe okay. there's something else. I don't know. Like that you button down on there. Yeah, that whatever. you button down that are yeah. super cute. Yeah. Yeah. So I matched the pockets on there, but I couldn't figure out how to match those pocket lids. So I just, <laughs> I just, they're, they're whatever they are, but I think it looks nice. So I'm also super excited about something I have planned for the hashtag PF scrappy theme. I am planning to make a dress um, with linen scraps that are pieced together in sort of an abstract version of the view where Jim and I got engaged. So I have put a link in here to um, uh, an Instagram account called Thread and Sprout. And she does, I think she sells these things, but she does these really cool um, sort of landscape dresses with different colors of linen, but I'm going to use my um, stash of scraps uh, to make this. And so like, I'll use a tan bit and I'll use like a, a blue bit and maybe a lighter blue and then green. So you can see like where the tree is and everything. Um, I'm kind of excited about that. I think it'll, I think it'll be a nice dress. I, I think that's really neat. Um, Thread and Sprout also sells a booklet called How to Make Your Own Nature Top that talks about the way that they build those curves, which I have purchased and have with all my other patterns. So it's a PDF and um, it also comes with a video tutorial uh, that's got a password to it. So if you buy the booklet, you get these little sets of instructions, but you also get access to a video tutorial. Um, I actually printed this out thinking I might take it with me next week because I'm interested in that concept as well. Yeah. It's a really neat way to use the scraps. I agree. That's going to be fabulous. So I think we're ready to move on to new patterns. Absolutely. And the first one we have is a size expansion of the True Bias Emerson. And it goes now up to a 60-inch waist, 
64 and a half inch hip and it comes in shorts or pants. It's basically a, I think it has elastic on the back and flat on the front and it's a pleated <laughs> pant style. It looks like nice comfy pockets. there, like the kind of pockets that we like. The pants yeah. are sort of wide leg cropped length. Um, and the shorts are of course, shorts length. Um, and, uh-huh. um, I don't, I think it's they're they're a pretty nice set of pants. Unfortunately, they have the two separate links depending on your size band. So I included both of those in the show notes. That makes sense. And I I for me, I'm unlikely to make them anyway because they're pants and that just automatically tends to lock me out, right? I just mm-hmm. not, not what I'm interested in. But I'm I, I find the difference between the waist and the hip to be sort of an unusual difference in my experience for the curvy end of, or the fat end, the plus size end of a pants pattern. Um, it's a, it's a relatively minimal difference. I just thought that was interesting. I'm wondering if that's more of an apple shape versus a pear shape. Well, I think it probably has to do with the fact that there's elastic in the back so you can make it tighter or short, you know? Yeah. Just as a a body measurement, it, it's, yeah, it's, you know what I mean? It's a little bit, that's, yeah, I guess the elastic and the yeah, fitting yeah. and all that. It just it was just interesting to me that it was it to me that reads more, less pear and more apple and there are Maybe. fewer apple shaped patterns than there are pears. So it's just I was just found that interesting for sure. Yeah. So the next one that we're going to call out is I'm not even sure if this is a new pattern. Usually they don't use that for their bonus patterns, but style arcs June bonus pattern is the Eileen dress. And I just wanted to call them out because we've often talked about how they generally just either use themselves as models and they don't have that much diversity in their models. And I've noticed them making an effort recently and they have made a, a, an effort in their models for, for in size diversity for this pattern. And um, the Eileen dress is a a very nice dress that has shearing detail in the sleeve. It has a gathered side waist and a round neck, inseam pockets. And then you can make it out of either knit or woven fabric. And I think it's a really cute looking dress. It is. I actually had a really similar dress when I was in my 20s that had that except the one that I had was built differently. In this case, you, you're, it looks like you're building a bodice and a skirt and you're gathering on the side of the skirt. Yeah. For the one I had, they actually took the bodice front all the way down to the hem. And then you added on just the, the gathered side panels for the skirt. So it was oh, nice. more like a tabard that you added a side skirt onto, but it was a really similar, similar look. And yeah. I, I really enjoyed that one. I thought it was neat. I like it here as well. It's very, very clever. Um, another one that I wanted to point out is from a new to me designer, mm-hmm. and this is Izzo So Studio. And I had never heard of them until I saw somebody share the dress they've just released, which is called the Rivlin Ruffle Dress. It has a max 64 inch hip. And this is a dress that I'm trying. So the bodice is a split front bodice that has like a wedge of fabric in the center to cover a modesty panel, a modesty panel to cover the modesty panel area. It's sleeveless and has the option of doing ruffles around the neckline and the sleeves or leaving those off. It's gathered under the two split sides of the front bust. And then there's a waistband and then a gathered skirt 
that can also be tiered. And when they show the examples of the tiers, it's a knee length dress that you can then add a midi length panel onto. So a smaller length than the skirt. It's just a little bit more to get length. And then finally, you could go to floor length by adding an even narrower gathered band. And I saw it. I thought it was really amazing. I shared it immediately because it's it's different than dresses I've seen before in my size particularly. And yeah. I definitely want to make it. I think it's very cute. Um, the designer did end up offering me a free copy of that pattern. And so I've ordered that printed by friend of the show, The Plotted Pattern, because I, I love their printing. They're still my favorite pattern printing company. And that should arrive next week and I'll get started on it. I'm likely to start with the knee length dress and the ruffles around the neckline and the armhole, because I think that would be super cute. So, yeah, I think so. so that one's coming up for me. But it was I, I'd not heard of this company. Have you have you heard of them? Before? I had not heard of them either until they showed up on my Instagram. Like I hadn't heard of them before. So, yeah, that's really neat. And then I had one more new pattern, which also segues us into our next topic because yeah. it is also free. Um, Chris Wood Sews uses a cinch belt to style many of the dresses and shirts, tunic link things that um, she designs and sells. And she has now released as a free pattern, a PDF tutorial for the cinch belt that she does, which is a very, very wide, a wide belt going around around the back and pulling to the front and then tying with what looked like narrow, like a bias band type narrow, maybe half an inch to three quarters of an inch wide strap in the front. And so I thought that one was kind of cute. And because of its size would make a really great opportunity to use up some scraps, either by piecing the pieces of the belt and then quilting it lightly, you know, as you make the the belt Mm -hmm. going around your body or by taking scraps that are large enough to make the belt right. and just using them up. So yeah. it's not even, you wouldn't have to piece it even. It might just be appropriate for the um, the lengthwise grain of fabric that didn't get consumed, for example. I mean, that's that's so often what you have left, right? What's on the salvage yeah. side, right? The, the, yeah. the long pieces, that would be perfect for that. So I think it's a great way to use up scraps. Okay. So as you hinted, our topic for today is free patterns. And we're going to talk about um, the free pattern database that is put out by Making in Books. And uh, a really cool thing is she has added the max measurements for it, uh, for the pattern. So that makes it a lot more helpful. There is a link in our show notes to buy a coffee for her. And I think that's, that's a nice thing to do because they definitely did a lot of work on this. Um, I did, I do want to warn you that I did the math on this. There are 105 free patterns listed, uh, 45 of them meet the standard of this show and 15 of them will fit Jenny based on the exact measurements, you know, (laughs) right. Um, but clearly there's a need for more free patterns in larger sizes. Um, I fit into all but one of them. Yeah. And that's, that's been, I mean, we've talked about this a little bit before on the show, but for me, it's mm -hmm. one of the things that makes the idea of challenges that use free patterns or try not buying patterns for a month or more, because you can go out there and use what you have, but you also have free pattern resources a little bit more complicated for me because I tend to find not only are there not many, but frequently um, when you get into the dress category, there's even even less. Many of the patterns that'll fit me are in 
the shirt pattern category, which I can throw a skirt on and make a dress, but it's still not quite the same. And it's not that anybody owes anybody a free pattern. It'd just be nice if there were some more size diversity, because for many of the companies that do free patterns, they're upsizing their paid patterns, which obviously would be their first focus and should be. I understand that. But you would hope they'd circle back to some of those popular free patterns as well, like one of our first free patterns to call out is is the the deer and doe plantain shirt, which by the way, is actually marked as a smaller size in the um, pattern database. I have made her aware of it. And so that'll probably be changed by the time this comes out. Um, Again, deer and doe uses two separate links. So I've put included both the small sizes and large size links um, in there, but it is a very nice t-shirt pattern. It is uh, stylish. It's uh, it comes with a three quarter length. It even has cute little patch things you can put on the elbows if you want. Um, it's, it's got a pretty deep scoop neck. I actually put mine up an inch cause it, it comes down pretty low. Um, it fits it's, it's fitted, maybe not negative ease, but just zero ease through the chest, but then, um, is looser through the hips the way it's designed. And, um, I think it's a fantastic pattern and I'm really happy that deer and doe upgraded the sizing on a free pattern. Absolutely. And I love that you mentioned the elbow patches because that's obviously a great place to use a knit scrap or a woven scrap on a knit garment, right? It's it's a, a not often thought of necessarily space yeah. for it. And yet um, it, it would be completely adorable and certainly, uh, certainly easy to um, incorporate something maybe a little bit more interesting there. So that could be a I lot also- of fun. I also think in all of the t-shirt patterns in general, the um, binding at the neck is a great place to use up scraps um, because uh, you may have a long piece that you could use for that. Oh, get, you kind of need the other direction. What well, you need, you know, stretchy direction, but, um, yeah. but usually but sometimes you, you have, have little- that. Yeah. That's frequently a leftover as well. Of course, it's just a little bit at the end of the fabric that you purchased and used. So that's a, that's a really great idea. Um, the next one that you would link the fiber mid Francis dress is one that I'm also interested in. And of course it's I want to shirt. shirt. I shirt. Sorry. You called You're it right. the dress. <laughs> I want to make it a dress. You're going to make it a dress. I want to lop it off and slap a skirt on it. <laughs> but those sleeves, that's such a neat little detail. I love those sleeves. Um, that shirt is, it's pretty popular in the sewing community and it's a basic sort of block tee, but with these um, sleeves that are um, in, there's a casing for kind of maybe one inch wide elastic um, that looks really cool. Yeah, that, that's a really neat one. I agree. The next one we have on here is my favorite t-shirt pattern uh, for running around the house kind of t-shirts. It's the Rebe- Rebecca Page Toronto tee. The max size on that is 545057. Um, it is a, it's a basic t-shirt like you'd find anywhere, but for some reason it fits my shape well. Um, and I think that everybody kind of has to find their own right t-shirt pattern because there's, it's not a matter of drafting. It's just what kind of t-shirt do you like to wear? I agree. And when you, when you talk about the Rebecca page freebies, I, it was actually one of the first set of things I found when I came back to sewing in terms of patterns is I discovered that Rebecca page annually puts out a dress pattern for free with those same max measurements that 
that is to me looks like a more formal path yeah. and it's usually drafted and presented as a mix and match. So you get a bodice and a skirt and probably eight skirts and a bodice with four variations and things like this, all to those measurements, um, often out of knits, but not always. And it's, it's a really neat direction to go. And I love the effort that goes into that because these are complicated dresses. These aren't, these aren't really simple pieces. They're pieces that may have princess seams and off the shoulder sleeves or other things that sort of elevate them in terms of complexity. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's really neat to have that available as a resource to those sizes. I don't technically fit in the hips, but most often the, the waist measurement is actually going to be one of your critical ones because they're often, um, fitted at the waist and then the skirt, maybe a half or three quarter circle, for example. So that 50 inch waist is more likely to be your limiting factor. So the next one is one you've actually made. Do you want to talk about that? I have made several of these. I always forget that the Soho 7 Elemental Skirt is free because I bought it in combination in a pattern pack that was the skirt and a a sweatshirt top to go with it. Now, this is just a straight pencil skirt with an attached elastic waistband where you're going to attach the elastic waist the elastic to the waistband and then tuck it under so that the elastic is not exposed on the inside of your waistband. You have the soft fabric instead, but once you've tucked it under and sort of um, stitch it down at the side seams, you're, it's just going to stay mostly tucked for you. Now I do find it my size with the way I move throughout the day. It doesn't always stay folded under. So I actually will often take stitches to hold it down across the front and the back just for my own comfort. But I love this skirt. It fits really well. And it's, it's a very, it's a professional posh looking skirt in the right fabric. Mm-hmm. And it can be a casual skirt in a different fabric. So it really yeah. can span a lot of, a lot of spaces. So the next one we have on here is actually an apron. Um, this is from Hey June Handmade and it, the max measurement on this is a 60 inch hip. I made this, uh, one for Jim and one for my mom, not last Christmas, but the year before, um, these are a great opportunity for scraps. You can, you could piece together a bunch of scraps for this and an apron doesn't even matter if they comes out looking that great, you know, but it is a very cute pattern with a, it doesn't have any um, ties. That's good for what Jim's, he uses it for his artwork. Um, but it basically crisscrosses in the back and um, it's sewn like all like that. You, the, it's very simple. You cut out this piece. That's basically the whole thing. And then you just add bias binding. Awesome. There's a front pocket on it too. And Jim's has a front 10 pockets because he likes lots of pockets. Yeah. I would put 10 pockets in if I made it. I agree. That seems more reasonable. Um, It's, it's similar in styling to the York pinafore um, pattern hack that people have, but here it's not going to cost you anything. So that's, that's a great advantage. Um, I imagine this would be a great way to also uh, try experimenting with fabric painting. If you chose to, take some canvas and paint on it. You could piece it together into this or create the garment and then paint on it. And it would be, I think, a a really great low risk way. Yeah, to give it a try. Some fabric painting, which is awfully fun. Um, When I went through the list and tried to look for some things that I'd consider favorites, I, I, again, sort of just ran into that wall where it's not my 
I don't, I don't often make shirts, so it's a little bit uh, different. But um, the shirts that I did find that I wanted to call out have have some things in common. One of them is the Amy Nicole Studios Chrissa top. Now I have not made this top. It is a cropped shell top, but the back is split. The back um, it overlaps at the neckline and then is open down at the back bottom. And so I I wouldn't necessarily make that into a skirt, but we'll put a pin in that because I totally, a dress rather, we'll put a pin in that because I totally would. But that split back is a really intriguing look to me. And that one maxes out at a 56 and a half inch bust, which um, exceeds the measurement requirement for us that 56, because there isn't a hip measurement, it's a crop top. Mm -hmm. um, and of course does also exceed, exceed my chest measurements. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I would be able to make this as well. I think it's super cute and do intend to download this one and make it, although I, I'm not sure exactly when. Now, part of that is because I will, in fact, turn that into a dress, which I've done with the next one, which I've mentioned on this show before. This is the Sarah, Sarah Kirsten Morning Glory Top. The Morning Glory Top is a high-necked top that you cut out to your own measurements and there's sort of an asterisk by that as well. But you cut out to your measurements um, a, a blocky front piece with grown-on sleeves. And then you're going to cut out basically two long triangles <laughs> for the back because it's going to tie behind you. Or you could bring it around and tie it in the front or whatever you're going to do. But it, criss it crosses and ties. And for me, I usually tie it at the height of my bra strap so that it hides my bra strap, which is really all I'm going for from a top. Now, Handmade Mandy on Instagram made one of these as a dress, and I thought, oh my God, that's why I don't wear it. It's not a dress. <laughs> and so I immediately turned the one that I had into a dress by adding a gathered skirt. I did with the fabric gathering from side seam to side seam on the morning glory on the front. And then on the back, I added a skirt panel that I had put a two inch deep pocket in so I could feed in thick two inch deep elastic and zigzag across it in three rows to hold it in place and keep it, um, well, I had to make it extra short because when you zigzag, it stretches out the elastic, but I mean, to hold it in place and have a, a wide band. Mm -hmm. I think you could also do that by gathering onto a waistband and slapping a zipper in it, or in the case of my body shape, no zipper at all would be needed because I am, I am able to pull those types of things on over my um, shoulders. And so I, I love that concept. So these are two tops. One has no size range because it's to measurement. The other one's a 56 and a half inch bust. Both have open backs and I think would make fabulous dresses. <laughs> I think those are, those are great ones. I'm not going to make them, but I think they're great for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we have completely different tastes in, in things like that, so it makes sense. Overall, free patterns don't tend to excite me. And I love that you did the math on that, that they're only about 15% of that list that would be available to me based on the, the hip measurements, um, which is still better than in previous years. And honestly, in all the other types of databases we do, I usually find when I calculate it between 25 and 33 or so percent are available to me if I want to pay money for them. So 15% yeah. so for free doesn't feel quite as bad when you realize that even when there's money on the table, there's such a um, kind of a limited, a limited selection. Yeah. But I love that this got updated. I've enjoyed having the database and putting in 
the effort, even where there are a few errors, because it's easy to not be able to find the size charts on everything. Well, um, like the the deer and doe pattern, I'm sure she got the measurement from the small size band and didn't realize there was another size band there. So that's yep. a very easy thing to to mistake. I I wish they'd make them into one into one <laughs> web you know link, but. Yeah, I I don't disagree, but it's but it's amazing, and of course, it's a completely free effort being done by somebody to make yeah. things more accessible, easier to to sort through. And honestly, the people it benefits the most are folks like me who generally are not going to fall inside size ranges anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I I get more benefit out of it than you do. You would have to look hard to find the one pattern that mm-hmm. doesn't fit you where That's it's right. not. It's not super hard for me to find some that don't fit me. And so I love that. And I've really appreciated it. In addition, if you're going back and you're um, looking up the, uh, the Instagram page for, um, I have to remember her name for making in books. Mm -hmm. um, Do go back and, and slide through their me made may posts because they were dressing inspired by book covers Oh, that's great. It is so flipping adorable. So just a a side note, if you want to remember the joyful parts of Me Made May, flip back and take a look at those dressing like book book covers because they are awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) So we've also included some favorites that are not on that list because of course that list, that list includes many of the most popular uh, free patterns. Um, available, but some of them didn't make the list. Um, There are uh, many patterns for free at Mood Society, and they, in general, not every single one, but most of them uh, cover the size range required for our podcast to be mentioned. Not all of them are drafted exactly how you expect, but you know, these are free patterns. But um, one of the things I really like about their website is they have categories on the side. So for example, they have gender-free category. They have adaptive patterns category. They also have basic things like cosplay, basic swimwear. And then Mm -hmm. the patterns are cross-linked with keywords. So if I go Mm -hmm. onto a pattern that I like, then I can, if it's also an adaptive pattern, I can click that and find more adaptive patterns. And so I, I think they've done a good job with their website. Um, to make it at least as useful as possible. Yeah, I, I do wish that that the drafting was a little more consistent. Yeah. Um, I've I've had a couple things I've made from them that I've been satisfied with the outcome. Although I I don't think from a style perspective, I've had the combination of I like the style and it was successful for me happen mm-hmm. very often. Um, but I. <laughs> the, the sizing's all over the place. I made that Clementine dress, which was so cute with the open side yeah. and the open shoulder. And I, I made it in a size 16. And, and according to their body measurements, that should not have fit on my thigh. Yeah. Now, according to their finished measurements, oh my God, of course it should have fit me. There was a lot of ease still left in it when I put it on. I don't even know what it was supposed to look like if I had made it according to my body measurements because because frankly I wasn't willing to put eight yards of fabric into it to find out so so there there's that and of course the one I did last year for pf um prom yeah which 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 struggled from some structural engineering issues because the way that the cups were built Mm -hmm. there was nothing to make them um you know stay up 
yeah. <laughs> I would have needed a push pin or something. Um, on the other hand, their designs are always really interesting. And if you yeah. if you do fit them, if you measure the pattern pieces, if you put some more thought slash effort into trying to make them work for you, they've got some really neat lines that they put out. And oh my gosh, they're prolific. Yes. Yes. And there's so many free patterns on that site. Now, one of the problems that we have Uh, with the mood society is it's a cut and paste situation that you don't like, but I'm wondering if we could talk the people, the folks at the plotted pattern into providing a service where they not stick it together for you. I don't think they're going to do that, but you know, they could mash it together in the computer. They seem like they know how to do computer stuff. I'm not sure it's as easy as that. I know when I have, there are a few services that do that. Mm -hmm. When I found them, they tend to be expensive. So like 50 or 60 cents a page. So if you have a 40 page pattern, you're going to spend 20 bucks to put it into AO format. Then you're going to have to print it. And you already bought the pattern, but you didn't with Mood Society. So instead of buying a pattern, you have them slap it together. So there definitely are services that do that. And I have no idea if the plotted pattern company would be interested in that, but it is, it is a service that is available out there. I have taken advantage of it from a couple of different vendors because I, I won't, I mean, I'm just not going to tape together 50 pages. It's not, not worth it to me. So that's, that's sort of interesting. Well, I have a few that I'd like to talk about Mm -hmm. on here. The first one is one I think that you might really like. It is a zero waste pattern or a low waste pattern, depending on how you fit. Um, It's called the KDS shirt. Now, I think Jenny might like this as a starting point based on the sleeve style. It is a, you know, the the bodice of it is, is pretty boxy, but it has these basically like the Katie Corkman sleeves that you've been making, don't you think? Yeah, I I think they are very like it. Yes. And it is, I mean, it is 100% my kind of a sleeve for sure. I think it's a very, very cute looking top. And and I can see you making that into a dress for sure. Yeah, I, I, I do really... I do really like that. That's, that's a neat one. And you're right, it might not require actually printing out very much. I know on some some patterns I get where there isn't an AO available. I'll often find that if I if I just do the shoulder to the underarm area, the rest of it'll take care of itself. I I only have to print that part. And well, and I wonder since they're labeling it as a zero waste, maybe they're doing like Chris Wood too, where they give you just the measurements for it. That'd be really yeah. cool. They might they might in fact do that. Um, I mean, I guess there's a way to find out, but um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> So one other thing I really wanted to call out is uh, Frugalissima's YouTube channel. Um, I'm a subscriber to that. And she does, she has done for a long time, these, um, a lot of free pattern videos. In fact, if you go to her free patterns playlist, which I've linked in the show notes, you'll find 96 videos with free patterns. Now they're, they're not always in uh, full size range, but she does give you the maximum measurements, actually the range. She gives the smallest and the largest, which is helpful. Um, and some of them are only free when she released the video, but a lot of them are evergreen free patterns. So it's worth a look. And um, she has a very nice, um, lovely British accent to listen to. So 
Absolutely. And Frugalissima is so committed to this idea of reduce, reuse, recycle in all parts of the sewing practice. And I'm sure in many other parts of her life as well. But but that means there's a really great resource there for identifying those types of things and thinking about different ways of, of getting an affordability built into a a hobby that can be pretty expensive. So that's true. That's true. So yeah, that's, that's another wonderful. another form of inclusivity, right? It is absolutely, um, and and I appreciate the contributions that she has made definitely to that that part of this hobby. Wonderful. So I'm really excited to hear what um, listeners find is their favorite free patterns that they might want to share with us. Um, yeah, I think it's a it's a great way to to kind of see what's out there. And, and I mean, when you go looking for free patterns, I think it's amazing to find how many really complicated patterns you can get for free. I'm, uh, I'm pleased with, with that. Yeah, there's a nice, there's a nice variety. And while there are the complicated patterns, there's still those really simple classic looks that people also really love. So I, I think that's neat because I think Leaving aside the question of sizing, there's definitely stylistically something for each of us. And we have very different Whoa. style style requirements for garments. <laughs> and even within the relatively limited size options, there are still a few things that I can look at and say, yeah, actually, I, I could see that being something that I'd make a staple out of. So that's a that's an awful lot of fun. I did want to touch back on, of course, our hashtag this month is PF Scrappy. Yes. Um, and uh, our, our real hope is that you will include in any garment that you're tagging that way, something that is in some fashion a scrap, whether it's a reused button or thread from your mother's sewing kit or something else that's less visible, yeah. all the way up through, of course, those really visible scrap accents that you might include. And I want to remind folks that, as always, if you made something four months ago that used scraps, totally tag us in that. Yes. Just post it again or or otherwise bring it to our attention with the hashtag because that definitely counts. Yes, it's not sure. something, our goal isn't that you have to go out and make something new. Our goal is that you kind of think about how you may have used or reused something in a garment. And that gives, you know, and, and the point of it too is to have a resource that people can go to to get inspiration for scrappy projects. So yep. um, definitely. Yeah. And I think if you tag your own in a comment on your own post, if you tag it with the, with any hashtag, then it shows up in the hashtag. I think maybe I believe it does. Yeah. I've experienced that before and I do believe it does. And um, of course, as you know, we're always looking for reasons to include people, not to exclude them. So even though I literally just said, so if you've done that with your garment, you can tag it. I don't even mean garment. <laughs> Yeah, it's absolutely something. It didn't have to be a garmentable item. You know, it can be a dog coat or a blanket or anything else at all. Yeah. Um, I'd really love it if somebody would tag us in shoes they made out of scrap fabric. (laughs) Because that's like something I want to be inspired around. I have a pair of shoes that are half done that need to be finished and could be finished with a scrap fabric, but I haven't got to it yet. So awesome. Okay. Well, it was really great talking to you today, Jenny. Yeah, you too. I always love it when we get together. See See you next Tuesday. Tuesday. 
The Punk Frackers is created, produced, and edited by Beverly Baptiste and Jenny Hassler. On Instagram, you can find the podcast at Punk Frackers. You can find Jenny at J.O. Hassler and Beverly at Weeds to Wildflowers. Our artwork and music is created and performed by Jim Duran. You can find him on Instagram and his website at jimduran.art. 